Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. The Volume. The Three and Out Podcast with me, John Middlecoff, is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. America's number one sportsbook, very easy to use, safe and secure. You get your winnings fast. I cannot recommend it enough. Love gambling with FanDuel. If you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code Colin so they know we sent you. What is going on, everybody? John Middlecoff, Three and Out Podcast. Justin Herbert takes down Tua Tagovailoa, and the Chargers get a big win. A lot going on today. Brady versus Purdy. Bills Jets. Honestly, might have been the game of the day, at least for me personally. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, some thoughts on the Lions. Uh, the fighting Howie Roseman's kicking everyone's ass. And uh, and yeah, so we'll dive in to a lot of football. Three and Out podcast. Make sure you subscribe. You've listened on Collins feed volume YouTube page. You can find the podcast up there as well. If you're sitting at your computer. Uh, as well as the Middlecoff mailbag. Didn't do a mailbag on Sunday. We'll get a big one coming up on uh, on Tuesday's show. So Middlecoff mailbag, at John Middlecoff is the Instagram. Fire in those DMs. Okay, so the Chargers get an enormous win at home against the Miami Dolphins. And whether you're on the social media streets or not, Justin Herbert and Tua Tonga-Vailoa will forever be linked with each other, right? Tua went five, Herbert went six. The Miami Dolphins had the opportunity to draft Herbert after they were supposed to tank for Burrow and didn't pull that off and ended up getting the third worst quarterback in the draft. Now, I think one thing that we and I try to do on this show, like I understand the stats and numbers and advanced analytics are big with a lot of people in the media. And a lot of people enjoy writing about them and using them on their podcast to talk about. I I think one thing that I I guess I just naturally do, I I like stats. I use them. I I check them out. I check out the advanced analytics. I tech my friends in the league about information they have statistically. Like, Don't get me wrong. I use them. But the number one thing we do on this podcast and the number one thing I try to do as someone who talks about the sport of football for a living is watch the games and give my opinions because things can happen in a box score or after a game. If you just pull up ESPN.com and click on the box score that do not tell the entire story, you can watch a guy having a good season statistically and go, you know, I'm not sure. And vice versa. You can see a guy whose stats may not be great on a given year, arguably in any sport, and go, you know what? I watched the guy. I think there's something there. It goes back to the scene in Moneyball when Billy Bean was arguing with the scouts. There's a balance there. You can't just say a guy can play when he never produces. You have to produce. But here's the thing at quarterback. 
You don't, a lot of stuff's out of your control, right? You have nothing to do with the defense. This is not basketball. Part of the reason why people shit on guys in the NBA like James Harden and Kyrie Irvin, they play no defense. They play none. Like, it's why Steph Curry gets credit. He attempts to try. He puts his hands out. He moves his feet. He does as much as physically he can to be not a negative on defense. Justin Herbert, Tua Tonga-Vailoa, Tom Brady, you name it, whoever, they have zero impact on the defense in terms of they can't tackle, they can't rush the passes. So half of the team, they have no impact on. They can score points. They can be successful. And last year, Justin Herbert... I remember texting after the season, five teams had him rated as a top five quarterback in the NFL. Obviously, his stats that last season were right up there as well. This season, because Tua got off to such a hot start, was 19-3, and and Herbert's team wasn't winning, you go, well, do we have to look at the conversation? Well, if you guys have watched the games, and I know we have a very educated audience of people that watch football, if you have a working brain, you're not a Miami Dolphin fan, you never wavered on what quarterback you would rather have. And then you watch a game like tonight, because the one thing is cool when two quarterbacks play each other. Brock Purdy was asked this week, what's it going to be like playing Tom Brady? And he gave the smart answer that any quarterback with a working brain gives. It's going to be really cool, but ultimately me and Tom are never on the field at the same time. Two and Herbert are never going to be on the field because when one's playing, the other guy's on the sideline. Obviously, they play quarterback. But what you can do in a game like tonight is basically get the ebb and the flow. See the two guys back-to-back, series in, series out, and go, damn, one guy does not look like the other. Now, I could rattle off the stats. One guy went 39 of 51 and threw for 370 yards. The other guy went 10 of 28 and didn't even hit 150 yards. Like, we could, obviously, Herbert stats were much better tonight than Tua's. And Tua, for the last two weeks, has been horrendous, has been god-awful, has been terrible. He has not been good against two, obviously, the 49ers are a playoff-level team, and this Charger team, we'll see. But the reason I'm so hard always on Brandon Staley is because when you have a quarterback of Justin Herbert's talent, where on a night like tonight, whether you're my mother or whether you're Sean McVay or Kyle Shanahan or Andy Reid at home watch after your game watching that game, you can tell one guy is in a different universe. Not just his physical attributes, but how good he is at playing the position. And part of the position, right, you can't control being the quarterback who your team drafts or who on your team gets injured is playing. There was a stat coming into this game. The amount of games that Keenan Allen and Mike Williams had played together up until last week, it was like 40 snaps. The, the MVP of the Miami Dolphins was never Tua. It was Tyreek Hill. I don't know. One of the greatest fucking wide receivers in the history of the league. And Jalen Waddle, what's he? Oh, just a top six pick. So Tua is benefiting from playing with really good players. Now he's hit them on some deep balls. But in terms of, you saw tonight, he can't move. He's not that accurate when push comes to shove. And when he gets hit, he crumbles like a cookie. Justin Herbert, meanwhile, is 6'5 plus with an enormous arm and has kept this team afloat when his coach is the village idiot. His defense, for the most part the last couple years, has been a joke. And his wide receivers have been in and out of the lineup because they've had high ankle sprains and bad hamstrings. And his offensive line, historically with the Chargers, is not that great. And when you see him, obviously he's on the night. That's what Josh Allen, that's what Patrick Mahomes, 
That's like what Tom Brady in his prime. That's what it looks like. And luckily, when you just use your eyes and you watch the game, you go, yeah. The Miami Dolphins, if you said right now, if I get into that locker room and get Mike McDaniel and Chris Greer and Ross, the owner, who's always doing dumb stuff, and say, right now, would you trade Justin Herbert for Tua Tonga? I wouldn't even be able to finish the sentence. And I wouldn't have been able to finish the sentence a week ago, three weeks ago, five weeks ago, for the history of time, uh, back then, and moving forward. It will never change. Tua Tagovailoa will never sniff being as good as Justin Herbert. That doesn't mean if his team's playing well, Justin's teams might lose and Tua's team might win. But overall, over the course of a season, over the course of the career, they're not in the same sentence. And that's not even necessarily a shot at Tua because, like, listen, he's a starting quarterback in the NFL. Now, we can debate, like, you know, I kind of go back and forth. What's his ceiling? Top, could he ever be the 10th best quarterback? I don't know. I don't necessarily see that. Top 15, 16? Yeah, it probably feels about right. Where Herbert's ceiling, if his team is healthy and they get rid of Brandon Staley at the end of the season, they hire Sean Payton, I'd go, yeah, his ceiling's to compete to be the best quarterback in the NFL. Doesn't mean he will be. Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, I mean, obviously those guys are going nowhere. But, like, he can play with those guys. And when they're on and he's on, you might not notice a difference. Well, I mean, Tua, this last week, like, what the hell was that? Like, my takeaway tonight was... Somewhat understandable against San Francisco. One of the best defenses, if not the best defense in the league, they make Tom Brady look pretty bad. Now, you could argue Tom Brady's been bad most of the season, but against the Chargers, to look like that? I mean, you take away that 60-yard bomb where the corner slipped. I mean, you're talking about like a 90-yard night from Tua and just uh, just a worthless performance. I mean, that, that was really, really bad. And guess what? It gets really hard. I, I saw someone on the social media street say, You know, all this stuff, everyone's propping Herbert up, and rightfully so. But let's not act like you can't win a Super Bowl with Tua. Super Bowl? How about, as Jim Mora once said, playoffs? Are we sure they're going to make the playoffs? Because they play Buffalo this week at Buffalo. Got news for you. That's an L. They still play the Patriots, and they play the Jets. Now, they get the Jets at home, but they got to go to New England. Now, we'll see New England Monday night against the Cardinals. That should be a doozy. But this this is going to get awfully interesting for Tua in Miami because clearly he's getting tight and he doesn't he looks like a different guy than he did early in the season, kind of resorting back to the guy that we thought he was. And maybe he's somewhere in the middle, not as good as he was a month ago and maybe not as bad as now. But do you feel like you're not betting on him this week against the Bills? I think the Jets, like, that's going to be a very tough game for him. So we'll see. Uh, I'm just glad that Herbert carried his uh, incompetent coach, incompetent franchise, and somehow going to attempt to drag them to the playoffs. Now, speaking of playoffs, a guy that will probably end up in the playoffs, though I don't know if his team should, because I do believe that if you are an under 500 divisional winner, as it does feel like Tampa might end up being, now they could get to 9-8, and eight or, but if you go 8-9, and nine, you, shouldn't be a, you shouldn't host a playoff game. If you go 8-9 and, and the Cowboys are 12-5, and five, the Cowboys should host that game. I'm a big believer in that, but that's not the way it works right now. If you watch the Niner game, Tom Brady got thoroughly outplayed by Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant. Honestly, if you didn't know anything about football, and I just brought you da- back from outer space, and you had been gone for decades, and you just watched that game, you would think the little guy in the Niners was dramatically better than Tom Brady. 
And one story this morning, because there's some buzz in the world that I live in about Tom Brady coming home to the Niners. I don't believe that. And I'm not saying that after Brock Purdy has a good game. I just don't believe they passed on him four years ago. Now, obviously, they regretted that. But now he's 46. He is looking very pedestrian. He does not fit Kyle Shanahan's offense, as crazy as that sounds. He can't move. And a huge part of the Shanahan offense is boots, nakeds, waggles. His offense has been very, very similar for his entire 20-year career. And he had a lot of success with an individual who's now with the Raiders in Vegas. And the story this morning was he will keep his options open, could retire, but will also kind of look around. And the Raiders are in shambles. They're five and eight. They, if anyone's been to Vegas in the last couple of years, that place is sweet. It's a palace. It's it's Sin City. It's Las Vegas. It's where a lot of stars have gone historically to finish their career. Have you watched the Elvis movie? That's where he was. Frank Sinatra, Celine Dion, she got the stiff neck. That's where she finished her career. It's where a lot of super famous people go to kind of ride off into the sunset. And in this day and age, when you go, well, Tom Brady is not going to want to retire. He's single. He looks miserable with Tampa. He's screaming at Mike Evans all the time, which is a little bizarre. It's like, Tom, you just overthrew Mike Evans, who's like six foot four. You airmailed him. It wasn't even close. And you're screaming at him. Now, I get it. Tom's not used to losing. This is going to be, if they lose eight or nine games, it'll be by far the worst season Tom Brady has ever had in the NFL, really since that second year they started. I think they went nine and seven. If they go eight and nine, I mean, that is, that's an unheard of, unprecedented season for Tom. He's just not used to losing these amount of games. He feels like he's mentally breaking. Wife left him, even though, like I've said, who like it could be the equivalent of Tom leaving his wife as well. Maybe he doesn't even like her. But the point is, Tom's not in a good space mentally. Mark Davis is going to be desperate because that franchise feels lifeless. And it's in Vegas. They need some pizzazz. Josh McDaniels, things are not going well. Mark Davis wanted them to sign Tom Brady years ago. John Gruden wouldn't. Dana White told the story on the Manning cast. Well, now, four years later, what if he gets his chance to get him again? And now it makes a lot more sense because unlike Kyle Shanahan, who asked his quarterback to move, as you saw with Brock Purdy, he can scramble. I'm not talking like Lamar Jackson or Kyler Murray, but just sprint left, sprint right, and throw the ball. Brady's incapable of doing that. But Josh McDaniels and that offense, they literally created it together. So Josh McDaniels has to question Derek Carr because they traded for Devontae Adams. You know, Max Crosby's played well, and Derek has just been a roller coaster ride this year. And it's not his guy. And how many different coaches is Derek going to survive? And I was told last year, Mark Davis has never been the biggest fan of Derek. Now, his coaches, obviously John Gruden was a big believer in him. Same with Jack Del Rio. So they've rolled with it. And Josh McDaniels, there weren't Tom Brady wasn't available. So they kind of doubled down. But when you look at Derek's contract, it ain't Aaron Rodgers. It ain't Kyler Murray. They could easily pivot out of that. And because of so many teams in the NFL need quarterbacks, they could easily flip him. So to me, Tom Brady, on like a one-year deal, as they figure it out, gets back with Josh. They run the offense that he's comfortable running. They speak the same language. And it's in Vegas where, like I said, a lot of stars go to kind of ride off into the sunset. That, to me, makes the most sense. If you tell me Tom Brady is on a different team and doesn't retire next year, my prediction would be the Las Vegas Raiders. Football season is underway. So now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet 
up to $1,000. That's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just sign up using the promo code Colin. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from money line to point spreads to player props. You can combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. The app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Get paid your winnings fast. So sign up today with promo code Colin for your no-sweat first bet. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 and over and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Illinois, Iowa, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Must wager in designated offer market. Max bet $5. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 533-42-ARIZONA, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat, Connecticut, 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG, Colorado, Iowa, Indiana, Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Virginia, 1-877-770-STOP, Louisiana or 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 New York, Tennessee Redline 1-800-888-9789 Tennessee 1-800-522-4700 Wyoming Visit www.1800gambler.net West Virginia Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere like at your pregame barbecue while you prep your meats that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage and the car inside And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I watched the Jets and the Bills. It actually got my big television today. I was like, I'm really into this game. Cold, snowy. This is December pro football. As someone who hates the cold. I mean, I despise the cold. Places I've lived, Fresno, Arizona, Sacramento, I like 110 degrees. Lived in Philly for two years, actually really liked it, but hated the winters. I I, I do not like the cold. That being said, as a consumer of football, love watching cold weather games. 
Don't want to play in them. Don't want to attend them. Love sitting on my couch with the heater on, some snacks, watching the game. And I didn't, I, I was glued today to Bills Jets. And let's start with the Bills. It hit me today. It's going to be very, very hard for the Bills, just like it is the Chiefs and just like it is the Bengals, to win the AFC. Those three teams are really good. More than likely, depending on how the draw breaks, you'd have to play you know, the Chiefs and the Bengals or in some order to get to the Super Bowl. But if you do have to go through the Chiefs and the Bengals, I guess maybe the Bills could circumvent them because they would be the one and those teams would play the 2-3. But we, there's a lot to play out. We still got four games left. They're all kind of bundled together. If you got to win, if you got to beat both those two teams, even if it's at home, that's really, really hard. But if the Bills get to the Super Bowl, they're a lock to win it. As we've seen them earlier this season, when they play in a dome beside the Detroit Lions, which we'll get to in a second, they are built for that. Their quarterback has an enormous arm. They're two star wide receivers. I mean, really, one guy's a star, but Gabriel Davis is good too. Can fly. Their defensive front is really fast. They dominate indoors. Here's the problem. They play outdoors, and they play in one of the coldest cities, clearly, in the NFL. And you watch today, like, they're missing something. Very, very important. They don't have a power running game. Well, they do. It's their quarterback. That's not ideal. And sometimes, to just slow down the game, and you've seen this over the years with Rodgers, like, in the regular season, they're humming. They can score a bunch of points. And they get to these playoff games, and it's minus 10 degrees. You can't feel the football. It's windy. It's hard to throw the ball. That doesn't mean you can't win that way. Favre did. Rodgers has won some playoff games, but lately he has not. Historically, when the Bills were winning all those playoff games, what did they have? I'm pretty sure Thurman Thomas is in the Hall of Fame. They had a physical running game. And when you don't have a physical running game, well, I mean, like I said, they do it's their quarterback. That, that is not a consistent strategy. And you're too dependent on that guy. If he gets hurt, it's a disaster. To me, if they don't win the AFC this year, it's going to be because of that. They do not have a physical running game. And they became too dependent on Josh running the football. But if they do somehow win the AFC, and I'm, I'd say the same thing for all three teams, it's going to be very, very difficult because the AFC high end is high. It's like, to me, like the SEC. I don't see how they lose indoors in Arizona. I, I would like them over any NFC team, and that includes the Eagles. I think they're. I, I just think they're built for it. They're made for it, and uh, I just think the only thing, the only question I have is, can they win the conference? Because if they do, I'd put a lot of money on them to win the Super Bowl. And then the Jets. If I'm a Jets fan, I'm pretty proud. Like, not only is my team tough, and they're unafraid to play good teams, and we're right in the game, but we we are loaded with talent. I mean, you have star players at several positions. You're high-end talent. Like, beside the quarterback play today in that game, I didn't notice much a difference in terms of team speed, in terms of difference makers, especially on the defensive line. I know Quinn and Williams got hurt. I haven't seen the update on his injury. He, he is a star. Your linebacking play with Mosley and, um, and 56 Williams, uh, I guess Quinnen and, and Avery, is it? Are, are, I think they're brothers. Maybe it's just a joke. He's a stud. Sauce Gardner. I was thinking today, he made a play, and there's been talk about it. I've read different articles. You could make an argument if you did a redraft, he'd go number one. Even though I did see the guy that Trent Baalke took made a sweet strip sack today. Sauce Gardner is, not only has he validated their drafting, I think, where do you go, four? I mean, he's he's been start to finish the best rookie in this class. I mean, he's a star. Garrett Wilson stud. Even Mike White, who, listen, he's a backup quarterback. 
That guy is tough as nails. He got KO'd twice. The second time he went to the locker room, even Tony Romo was like, you know, you know, Jim, uh, I've broken ribs before. That's sure as hell what that looks like. And he might be able to play through this game with the adrenaline, but he's going to be in a lot of pain later. And maybe he broke ribs, maybe he didn't, but it sure looked like he could have. And that guy just kept, up, kept getting up and kept swinging. And it's pretty easy to see. I say this all the time when we evaluate these quarterbacks, especially in the draft. We don't do a good enough job in the scouting community, in what I do now, and just us as fans talking about it. Like Toughness is so important. And that's something Tom Brady, for example, like Tom clearly is tough as nails. For two decades, played outside in cold games, would get up, was unfazed, would stand in there and throw strikes. He doesn't want to get hit anymore. It's not because he's not tough. It's He's 45 years old. For who? For what? As Ricky Waters once said. So I, it's like Mike White will stand in there. Now, he might get killed, but he has no problem standing in there. And I, I think the Jets have some parallels to last year's Eagles team. Like, it's clear. Like, they got a lot going for them. Obviously, the difference is the Eagles just kind of were betting on the come with Jalen. It was like, give him an offseason. He has a big trajectory. He's clearly way better than we ever envisioned. And Jalen's, I mean, honestly, he might win the MVP. The Jets are kind of screwed. And I, I was texting with a buddy today who's in the league, and we were just talking quarterbacks. He's like, honestly, I would just pivot off Zach Wilson. I, I wouldn't even keep him around. I would just move on. And I was like, you know what? In the NBA, they do that a lot. Like, they, they draft a guy pretty high, and then within two and a half years, like, we're just going to trade him. It, it's just not working out. In the NFL... Teams are very slow to do that, especially at quarterback. And Jamarcus, I think, lasted three years, but you know he was on the purple drink, and he wasn't practicing, and he wasn't listening to anybody, and he was god awful. And I don't know, I don't know if Zach Wilson's on the purple drink or what moms he's chasing, but he's terrible at football. And if you think the players on the team are never going to respect them, because your core guys, I've said this in previous weeks, are so young, are so you know. Um, you know, they're just guys that are going to be the core group of your squad for years to come. These aren't like fifth-year guys. These are first- and second-year guys. They're impressionable. They're going to set the tone. If they're out on them and you don't think, just pivot. Listen, you can recover. What you can't recover on is keep doubling down on a mistake. And listen, that's hard to do in any walk of life, doubling down on a mistake. But I would say in any industry, the best businesses, once they realize like this thing is a negative this thing is a liability and there's no fixing it. Like this is not something that we can figure out how to salvage. You got to pivot. So I think the Jets, and I don't know what the answer is because obviously there are not a lot of off-season answers historically at the position. But I would think long and hard for moving on from Zach Wilson because your team is fucking loaded. Uh, another team that I think has also some parallels with the Eagles and the Jets they got a lot of talent is the, is the Detroit Lions. And I've been banging the drum now for a while. And I looked, because obviously it's six and seven, and there's some buzz like they're not dead. And they are not. Giants are leaking oil. Seattle's leaking oil. Uh, that, that seven seed could be very, very up for grabs. All of a sudden, the Lions, the Lions and Jets play this week. That is a game I'm not missing. I, I can't wait. But one thing the Lions have found in the Sean McVay learned about this years ago. If your team is good around Jared Goff, you have a running game and you have a decent defense, and the Lions' defense has actually been much better, you can win football games. And Jared Goff is playing really well. And there was a lot of talk, and I'm sure I was a part of it, going, you know, 
They have the LA Rams draft pick, which I looked before I hopped on tonight. It's the fourth overall pick. And I know that moment with Baker Mayfield beating the Raiders was pretty cool. That was that was fun. But they, they might not win many more games. They easily could lose out. That pick could be the second or third overall pick. It's going to be no worse than five. I think you could justify not taking a quarterback and just rolling with Jared Goff. Hell, maybe even extending Jared Goff. Three-year contract, maybe like $70 million. I, I don't know. It's He obviously makes a lot now. Is he going to take a pay cut? I, I, I We can think about the money later. But I do think you could entertain doing that because the way they want to play, keep getting good on defense, have a good pass rush. They have, like the Jets, impact. Aiden Hutchinson is a star. Absolute stud. You use that third or fourth pick, draft Will Anderson. St. Brown, baller. Jamison Williams, remember that guy that was at Alabama that was their best player last year? Well, he's back from an ACL and he caught a touchdown today. Like, he is, this year, going to be a little hard for him coming back from the injury. But how about next year? Dude runs like a 4-2-40. And then maybe with your pick late in the first round, take another offensive player. So your defense, take a couple defensive linemen to go with Aiden Hutchinson. Boom, you get a pass rush like the Jets. Your offense already has a bunch of pieces. Boom, you're cooking with gas. I think the Lions... I don't know if I feel confident saying they're going to make the playoffs because I think that Jets game, Jared Goff's never been a great uh, inclement weather guy. And I, I would guess at MetLife or whatever the hell they call it now is not going to be, you know, 65 and sunny this Sunday. Uh, but th- that you win that game and you're seven and seven. I, I think you could see the Lions make the playoffs. And again, they have the Rams pick. I mean, what if I'm a Lions fan? I'm probably as happy as I've been in a long, long time. And speaking of happy fans, there can't be a happier fan base in the NFL than the Philadelphia Eagles. They're 12-1. and I turned their game off today about midway through the second quarter. And this is no shot at the Giants. They have already had an awesome season. Brian Dayball, every Giants fan should be proud. Like this was, you guys have been a joke for four years. Pat Shermer, Joe Judge. Then you get this bald dude who can coach a tough physical team. But today, the difference of talent was, you know, as wide as the state of Texas. Like the Eagles have star players everywhere. You don't. And I I flipped on early. Adoree Jackson was out. Leonard Williams was out. Like you were missing some of your better players. It was a perfect storm. You ran into a buzzsaw. A.J. Brown kicking ass and taking names. But I was thinking about the Eagles season really changed. Obviously, Jalen becoming a star, and that's kind of what he is right now. The way he's playing right now, Jalen Hurts, star. You watch him interview. Every time I watch Jalen Hurts interviewed, I'm like, God damn, I love this guy. He's just so serious. He's so focused. He talks like his dad's a football coach, which he is. He talks like a guy that was used to getting yelled at in college by Nick Saban and Lincoln Riley. Like, This guy's got thick skin. In a world where it feels like a lot of guys, just sports, not sports, not a lot of thick-skinned people anymore. Like, this ain't the baby boomer generation. It feels like Jalen Hurts a throwback. And me personally, I I got a soft spot for throwbacks, some old school guys. And that's kind of what this kid feels like. And I'm the first to say I was way wrong. I thought he sucked. But I always say you got to be very, very careful betting against guys that are wired the right way. That's why I don't, like, I'm not that phased betting against Zach Wilson because I don't think his wiring's there. I think there's immaturity issues. I think there's leadership issues. It's why I like, I kind of go back and forth with Tua. I like the way everything I've heard about him, 
the way his mind is. It's what I love about Jalen. But really, he's been their number one. You, you get a step like that from a quarterback, it's big. Their franchise turned on draft night. Because on draft night, they took three first-round picks, and they turned them into A.J. Brown and the Saints pick. So not only is your season... Ben, I mean, this is going to go down as one of the great regular season teams in Philadelphia Eagles history, right? I mean, I, it's not inconceivable that they go 16-1. and one. That's, I mean, that's awesome. There aren't going to be too many teams in this 17-game season They go 16-1. and one. Hell, I don't think over a 10-year span, we'll see many teams go 15-2. and two. So you have a record like that, you had a big-time squad. But so they get A.J. Brown, which has been not only led to the evolution and just the, I mean, stardom of Jalen, but he's just led to the dominance of your team. Like every time you step on the field, you look out there 11. Obviously, Devontae's a lot better. Those two wide receivers are tough to stop. But you also flipped one of your first round picks into the Saints first round pick. That pick currently is the fifth overall selection in the draft. The Saints stink. Dennis Allen, there are articles about Sean Payton. It's like, you know, he would like to stay in L.A., but rumors are the Saints could be a possible destination. It has gone so shitty for Dennis Allen, they're already discussing him as being a one-and-done. That's how bad. Howie Roseman, on draft night, landed Jordan Davis, who's going to be a stud, A.J. Brown, who's a star, and the Saints' first-round pick, which is probably going to be in the top six picks. So he could end up, all of a sudden... Go 16-2, and who knows, NFC Championship, maybe make Super Bowl. Hell, maybe wins the Super Bowl and ends up with like the 6th or 7th pick. I saw today there was a clip at the 49er game. Tom Brady, Bryant Young was there. He just got in the Hall of Fame. Tom Brady went up to him and and just said, like, he he looked Bryant Young in the eye and said, you're a fucking beast, man. I loved watching you. I did too. When I was a kid, I first remember watching football early 90s. In 1994... The 49ers had just lost to the Dallas Cowboys in the NFC Championship game. Through trade, they had the seventh pick in the draft, and they drafted Bryant Young. They obviously added Deion Sanders as well, and they won the Super Bowl the following year. The Eagles have an opportunity to obviously make a run this year. I mean, they're going to be the number one seed, and then have a top five, six, four. I mean, their pick is going to be fantastic. On top of their own pick, Howie Roseman, I, I mean, I... I don't see how he's not the executive of the year. To me, the executive of the year and the coach of the year almost feel like a borderline lock. They would need to like implode these last four games, which take their schedule. Beside the Cowboy fan, beside the Cowboy game, I don't think the Eagles are losing many games. So a lot of stuff shaping out uh, in terms of the league, the hierarchy, the draft picks, the playoff. Uh, you know, some of the wild card seating is still in flux, and obviously we got a massive game Monday night. Belichick versus Kyler Murray. Let's go. The volume. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. 
So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.